I believe it's important to allow space for people who have made choices in their lives that were not of their highest good. I, I wanted them, myself included, right, yeah. to know that we're not defined by our mistakes. In fact, they simply help us see life through a different lens. And, and that's why I told the story of two people who learn what love is by first learning what it is not. Hello there, my fellow sophisticated creatives. Welcome to JCV Art Studio from the dressing room. Today, I have author Anna Maria Warner on the podcast. Anna Maria was born in Bucharest, Romania, to a Romanian mother and Liberian father. In her early years, Anna Maria was raised in West Africa and immigrated to Canada as a teenager. She studied at the University of Saskatchewan, where she received a Bachelor of Sciences. At age 11, Anna Maria started writing poetry, short stories, and lyrics to music. We are going to discuss her two novels, The Soul Contract and The Soul Union. Welcome, Anna. Hi, Joanna. Thanks for having me today. But please call me just Anna. I go by just Anna. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous, so bear with me. I don't talk very much, but I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Oh, good, good. I'm glad you reached out. I am really am. So, Anna, I have to ask, because I like learning, what was it like growing up in West Africa? And how old were you? when you move from West Africa to Saskatchewan, because that is landscape that is worlds apart. It is worlds apart. Um, I was about 17 when I moved to Canada and um, I lived in several countries in West Africa, in Liberia, and then we moved to La Cote d'Ivoire, also known as the Ivory Coast. And I spent about a year, I think, in Accra, Ghana prior to moving here. It is very different. The culture, culture and our traditions are, are incredibly different. Um, in Africa, respect for our elders is it's a huge factor. We don't refer to people who are older than we are by their first name, as it is done here. We refer to them as aunties and uncles, even if you don't know them, yeah. or Mr. and Mrs. Okay. Um, religion is also practiced very seriously. And uh, there is a sense of community that, that is incredibly prevalent. So you're not just raised by your parents or your family, but also by your neighbors and your teachers. That, that proverb that says it takes a village to raise a child, it really does in Africa. It's just part of our tradition. Okay. I, um, I, I write down notes. And one of the words I've just written down is it, it sounds like you said village. I wrote down the word tribe, like just tribe. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So have you been back to West Africa and is there anything you miss or don't miss? I haven't been there in a while in West Africa. I intended to visit East Africa last year, but that was postponed, you know, with COVID and all, um, 
but yes, I, I, I do miss um, being in, in West Africa. Liberia is on the West coast of Africa and on the Atlantic pretty much. And I'm a fan of beach and, and the sun and the culture and food. And yeah, I, I hope to visit sometime soon. I just, I can't imagine being 17 and moving from West Africa to Saskatchewan. I, you, I just, you, you know what it is? I was born in Bucharest. So I, okay. I did have the experience of going to Europe, right? Um, during our earlier years. But yes, it was it was different. And we moved here in Canada in the winter. Oh in, my God. In Saskatchewan. Yeah, it's minus 30 degrees. You know, and coming from a plus 40 <laughs> to minus 30 degrees was, was a bit shocking. But um, you know, I I've learned earlier in my life how to adapt to new situations. And so it it I don't want to say it was easy, but mm-hmm. in a way it was. I just understood that okay, it's a new life and you get with the program, right? So wow. Wow. I think I'd be like, dad, what have you done? (laughs) Where are we? (laughs) Kudos to you. Wow. Okay. So let's, let's talk about your books, The Soul Contract and The Soul Union. Can you tell our listeners, what was the inspiration behind these books? And if you want to give like a a summary of the soul contract first, you can do that. Right. I came across the the concepts of twin flame bonds uh, while I was learning about astrology. And I found the concept fascinating as it hardly matches my own proclivities towards relationships, but it caught my attention. So I decided to learn more about it. And um, I followed bloggers and YouTubers who believed they were on this twin flame journey. Um, I have to admit, though, I did judge their stories at first because I thought if someone mistreats you and isn't willing to give you what you want, why don't you just walk away? Yeah. Right. But the more I listened and, and learned of the connection, they claim to be so strong and perhaps even destined. Um, I concluded that their experiences were were a mere reflection of of what they felt of themselves and what they needed to address. Okay. Okay. And so, yeah, when it became time for me to fulfill my dream of storytelling, I I chose to write a fairy tale that was based on the Chinese legend called the Red String of Faith, which in Western society is called a twin flame connection. Okay. 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 So in the soul contract, the teenage character, Amal, am I, and please correct me on the pronunciations right. of, of the character. Yes, Amal. Yes. Amal. Uh, she has a breakup and she's upset. And her grandmother, is it Malaka? Malaika. Malaika. Yes. Her grandmother starts the narration and because she wants Amal to learn the lessons she's learned, Malaika, Malaika, in right, life. right, okay. And she talks about a man she's met or she meets named Ellie, Eli, Elijah, Eli. short for Elijah, yes, okay, Eli. And uh, so she, she and Eli have a relationship, 
and um, Malaika outlines, you know, what their relationship is like. And it, I'm, and I have to admit, when I was reading it, it's it's a hard relationship in the sense of Eli. Um, he argues a lot with Malaika um, about culture and about religion. And then Malaika finds out Eli has another fiance. And I'm I'm reading this and I'm thinking, this is not a and I'll say I didn't think it was a healthy relationship. A thousand percent it is unhealthy. But at the time in Malaika's story, she was yet to learn the importance of self-love and self-respect. Okay. And and Eli, in a way, although a dysfunctional way, was showing her her insecurities that needed attention. Um, I believe what we think and feel of ourselves is reflected to us through our relationships, both friendships and love partnerships. And at the time, again, Malaika just didn't think she was worthy of love that was unconditionally. And so she settled. Okay. Okay. I was wondering because... God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's quite dysfunctional in the beginning. It yeah. absolutely is. Okay. So Eli is engaged and Malaika is wondering if Eli is her twin flame. And like I I I would have moved on. I, I would have moved on. I just yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking I was wondering why didn't my did Malaika not move on because she wasn't um, experiencing or I, I, I didn't think she had self-respect for herself because she 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 really thought he was her he was her twin flame. Right. Again, she she hadn't learned that regardless of what labels we place on people, yeah. whether it's a twin flame or soulmate, hell, even a husband or a wife. Yeah. Right. We cannot make someone else wants something they don't we cannot make someone understand a message they're not ready to receive and we certainly can never love someone into loving us in return right and that was her problem at the time okay i agree i agree okay yeah um now these novels are also about spirituality and um and i guess the difference between me and malaika is that I've never, I like I have spirituality and that I was raised Roman Catholic. So I, right. I don't have that spirituality in believing that, um, that I'm, that another individual is my path right. to growth. Okay. Um, like I believe, oh, Oh, gosh, I've been married for like 33 years. Like, I believe you can learn things from your partner. But I guess to put it bluntly, you know, there's whoops, I just about knocked over my microphone. You know, there's that uh, Tom Cruise movie with uh, Renee Zellweger in it. And he says this line where he, at the end where he says something along the lines of you complete me. Right. I'm sorry. Right. That doesn't work with me. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, we complete us, right? I, I complete myself and that, yeah. right, you know, and, and and that complete self can bring peace and, and, and unconditional love to someone else. 
Okay. I under, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I understand that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so Eli and his fiance break up and Eli says that um, his fiance was cheating on him with another man. And that night, Eli and Malika, they end up in bed and they make love and Malika is ready to break up with him. And she writes a breakup letter. And then Eli sends her flowers and apologizes. Right. And in your book, you you write, Malika writes that Eli was emotionally manipulative, but she right. was aware of his mani- manipulations. Um, I, I would not have had Malika's patience. Um, I think I would have had more self-respect and man I, I yeah like I was at times I was just like oh Malika what are you doing with this man right, right. So, right. She, no no I get uh, what you're saying I I do actually believe in spiritual connections okay personally however unlike Malika I wouldn't entertain someone who treats me less than I treat myself even yeah. if we have a strong bond right right and um Eventually she does. She learns this lesson, but it took a lot of heartache and pain for her to finally understand that to attract deep love and respect, you must first have it for yourself. Right. Okay. It's just that simple. Okay. So then Malika's story is more, I'm just thinking about it because you, you sent me good information um, when we were first connected. Um, right. You know, you sent, I, I have, so, you know, I have your email here that you, you, when you gave me your descriptions of your stories. So I look at it as Malika, when she learns lessons about love, it's more, she's learning lessons about herself, herself. and her own self-respect. Not Absolutely. that. Okay. Not so much that, you know, he's hurt you. Right. This is a lesson. This is more a lesson of you respect yourself. Self, absolutely. Uh, again, uh, what we feel of ourselves is reflected back to us. So it's never about what someone else did. Uh, at least for me, my personal life, I, I never fault anyone from my experiences because okay. I was an equal participant. Okay. I always look at what it is I did. Right. And my life, I certainly didn't do that at the time. Right. Yeah. It was always you did this and you did that and it's your fault. Yeah. But she was also the common denominator. And that's really what I wanted to show in this story. Okay. Okay. So Eli is out of Malika's life. Malika is focusing on her art. She's a photographer. Right. And she's having art shows and exhibiting her for photography. And then Eli shows up. And I'm just like, God, no. <laughs> that never goes away yeah Yeah. right you know and he he professes his love to her but then he tells her he's going to marry this other woman he's engaged to because she she fits this other woman fits into um his vision of of what he imagined life to be like and i guess the the thing that got me, A, he showed up at her, her exhibit. Okay. Uninvited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uninvited. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and then he says to her that she could be with whoever, whoever, whomever she wants to be. And I'm like, she's not looking for your permission. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. You know, so that's where I kept kind of 
you know, I kept thinking about this is an abusive relationship, but I'm getting the feeling that you see that like the ups and downs of Eli and Malika's relationship. It's what they have to learn for themselves that this is not healthy. Absolutely. And and I think Eli at that moment showing up, it was a tug of war between his head and his heart. Okay. His heart wanted Malika, but his mind and what everybody else told him, you need to be with this other lady because she comes from a good family. She has great values. And this is what your life plan is because we've created a box and you need to live in it. But his heart said something different. And okay, that's so, where he, yeah, he was, yeah, he was manipulative, but at the same time, confused. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, and, and also, in the beginning of their story, they created a codependent relationship, yeah. which is a dysfunctional one, where Malika was tolerant of his deception, and he took full advantage of it because he knew she would never leave. Right. And the lesson in their chaos was that they both needed to create strong boundaries. Right. They both needed to maintain self-respect. They both needed to be assertive with their wants and needs. And Malika especially needed to learn to say no. Yeah. Yeah. But but at the point in the story, this was a foreign fact to them, hence their toxic reality. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, would... Eli's attitude, I'll just say attitude at this point, be a result of also culture? Absolutely. I, okay. Absolutely. Okay. It's it's what he's thought. This is what you do. Okay. You are a man. You have to have this prestigious career. You provide for your family and you marry a woman that fits our cultural beliefs. Okay. And that was the fiance and that was not Malika. Okay. I personally think it's unfortunate because if they don't live in the box that's created for them, yeah, it, it, they're, they're shunned, right? People are expected to fit in a box that's created by their families or their beliefs. And if you paint outside the lines, you're the black sheep or you're shunned or rejected somehow. So uh, that was a huge part of Eli's problem. Okay. Okay. So now we start with book two. Okay. The soul union. And it is Eli's story. And so I was wondering if you felt at any time that you were taking a risk, um, devoting, like as an author, devoting a book entirely to like book one to Malika's story and then book two to Eli's story and like taking the risk of would readers kind of be so like I was drawn into Malika's story and seeing what their relationship was like that maybe they may not pick up book two like did you or did you have faith that readers would then want to learn about the lessons Eli learned the feedback I received from Malika's story they were great absolutely amazing actually and folks kept asking me so what happens how did they end up married because I end Malika's story with letting my audience know they end up being married. And so I was confident that Eli's story will be well-received. And um, I guess people wanted to see how the full picture came together. So I I was, yeah, I I, I was confident about it. I also believe that there are three sides to every story. There's my side, there's your side, and then there's somewhere there's the truth. And I wanted the audience to find what that truth was to them. 
Okay. Okay. And actually, you're not the first to have said that. Um, <laughs> not with respect to relationships, but I'm going off on another little tangent yeah. here, but it's the okay. same principle. Right. Uh, when I worked at the police complaint commissioner's office, mm-hmm. uh, the police investigator, right, the internal investigator used to say, you have the complainant side of the story. You have the officer's side of the story. And in the middle is the truth. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. With Eli's story, so book two, The Soul Union, you know, Eli admits that he's letting his ego make his decisions at someone else's expense. Right. And and he he wants to become like he's he's not happy. He obviously wants to become a better person. He's not happy with himself. Okay. That's what I picked up. Absolutely. Right. And he starts, he's apologizing to everyone he's ever hurt. And I, I was wondering what other lessons and growth did Eli experience? Right. His ego, his, his need to appease everyone but himself. Also his fear of rejection by showing his true face were all part of his limitations. Um, But you know, his choice to face who he is and who he wants to be is growth in itself. Um, in his story, he goes to therapy, he self-reflects, he takes responsibility for his actions, and he learns to live with integrity. And, and I believe all that contributed to his growth. Okay. And, and, and quite frankly, that also made him worthy of being with Malaika, who too had worked on her, her own insecurities. Yeah. Yeah, because they then get back together and she has a small child now. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because she moved on. Yeah. Okay. She she moved on. And and unfortunately, sometimes in relationship, you have to move on to let the other person see what they couldn't see when you were there, unfortunately. Right. And and sometimes you come back together and sometimes you don't. Yeah. That's just life. Okay. All right. So then Eli and Malaika, they do eventually marry. And I believe it's because they are different people from when they first met. Absolutely. I do too. Uh, You know, they both had learned to love and accept themselves independent of one another. Okay. Thus, what they brought to their marriage was uh, honesty, not perfection, but honesty about their imperfections and that I believe leads to trust which is a huge factor in a lifelong bond yeah and I think also supporting the other individual instead of instead of bringing that individual down yeah absolutely absolutely okay okay so well this has been interesting Anna okay (laughs) because I know when I was I was reading this I thought Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be different. Right? <laughs> you know, but I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad to get your point of view and your explanations with respect to these two books and, and, and how it came together. So what's next for you? What, what are you, what are you thinking of um, doing next? Um, I, I just completed a project. Um, I want to keep those, that detail actually private until it's been sold and yeah. The check has cleared. <laughs> so, oh, good. but uh, I, I love to tell stories that provoke thought and, and I intend to do so for the rest of my life. Excellent. 
also, I'm just curious when in the beginning, I didn't get a chance to ask you, you're, mm-hmm. you said you, you have a bachelor of sciences. Yes. What sciences is that? Geographic information systems. Oh, whoa. I have GIS, no also known as, yeah, it's, it sounds more complicated than it is actually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I also work as a, a PM for, I am a contractor. Yeah, I consultant, I should say. I I work as a PM for a tech company and another for a mining company at the moment. So work strictly on contract basis. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Anna, thank you. Thank you for coming on my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You know, and um, for a moment, I thought we had different points of view, but we both, I think, agree that it's it's having that self respect for yourself, and like you said having boundaries as to with respect. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If I personally was presented with my life as situation, I would have gone about it very differently. However, I believe it's important to allow space for people who have made choices in their lives that were not of their highest good. I I wanted them, myself included, to know that we're not defined by our mistakes. In fact, they simply help us see life through a different lens. And and that's why I told a story of two people who learn what love is by first learning what it is not. You just summed it up right there. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Okay. Okay. So is there anything you'd like to add and and where can people find you on social media? I am on Instagram at Aniko28 and on Facebook at Anna Warner. And uh, just thank you, Joanna, for the conversation. I was nervous, but you, 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 you made it uh, absolutely comfortable, and, and I'm grateful for that. Thank you. Oh, good. Oh, good. Good. Even with my dog barking. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so listeners, oh, if you want to tune in to all the podcasts I have, this one can be found on my website, jcvartstudio.net. And it doesn't matter what listening platform you have, you can even listen straight from the website. Anna, thank you for taking time out to join me. I really thank appreciate you. this. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I hope you have a, a good good afternoon and a nice long weekend because it's Victoria Day weekend for us. A- absolutely. Absolutely. You as well. Thank you. Okay, Anna. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.